2: Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks.
3: Welcome, everybody, back to uh, Stranger Damies. Uh, this is episode 110. Um, so uh, glad you guys uh, have stuck around this long. Um, the uh, stallions here um, have just landed on the uh, northern uh, islands known as uh, um and have, uh, after successfully uh, suggesting to a yeti Um, a giant and a um, monstrosity um, that they have not learned about yet um, to just walk 10 miles away Um, they went into the town of uh, Alwax Sanctuary and met a uh, town of all yetis um, that are much more intelligent uh, less feral um, than the creatures on the outside of the sanctuary Um, and they believe that it is all due to a crystal that is embedded into their uh, patron's uh, chest, um, which is a nine foot um, abdominal uh, yeti known as um, uh, Owlok. um So you meet Moonlighting, um, who explains basically most of the history of the area um, and sort of things they've learned, and hands you over a crudely drawn map of what they've been able to uh, map out of Isocross here. And you've learned a couple points of interest, that there's an island to the north, northwest kind of on there, um, that is too cold for even yetis to want to travel on, and um, that it is uh, housed by uh, great flying creatures, um, and that there is a uh, town to the north um, area that sort of uh, goes through all the seasons, despite being so far north in Exandria. And she has also said that if any more specific questions... Might want to talk to Brightheart, who is the leader um, of the sanctuary. Um, then you guys went off. Uh, you bought uh, some potions. Um, uh, Tiresias bought clothing for his cold-blooded nature. He needs to be warmed up a little bit more, um, and those are being made currently. And uh, uh, Bort um, has bought a, a couple pieces of clothing. Um, I believe a helmet and a um, like a little sh- like shoulder length. Um, like shawl sort of thing is the only thing I can think of to call it. But um, maybe a mini cape, you know, uh, on his back there that is made of mammoth fur. Um, so as you guys um, got back as a group, uh, Morning um, morning Moonlighting um, walked you into uh, Brightheart's uh, hut. And uh, you saw that she was sitting on a giant... A throne made of mammoth bones and tusk, and she uh, welcomed you guys and uh, asked you, uh, "How can she help you?" Um, and that is that is where we'll start. Um, you also notice that she is in a little more gear than the rest of them. You know, a little more, you know, patchwork leather armor. Um, you know, um, you know, much more. Regal looking uh, than the other Yetis you have seen around. So, how how can she help you?
4: Uh, hey, ma'am. Uh, I, I'm cop out. Uh, thank Hello, you so cop much. Out. For,
3: nice to meet you. Oh,
4: pleasure is all mine. Uh, thank you so much for allowing us into your humble abode here. Uh, we're looking for. Entrance to the River Styx. Do you know anything about that?
3: Yes, the River Styx. I read a journal about that. Um, it is the, I believe it is the land, the river that allows you to travel through the Nine Hells. May I ask what you need access to the Hells for?
4: Uh, does anyone else want to jump in? Because I'm not 100% sure.
2: I know we okay. just got to go there. Yeah. Uh, A devil ran off with my girlfriend and we are trying to get her back.
3: (sighs) Fucking devils, man. Uh, (laughs) The worst. The worst. Uh, Yeah, we... We've had a couple um, come down through that um, uh, infernal river. We don't know where it goes to, but... Not not infernal. um, uh, Magma River. Um, There's a word I was looking for. Um... And, you know, um, they come in, they, you know, wreck shit with the wild folk, and then they scurry here and kill, try and kill us, and it's a whole thing. So anything I can do to help you uh, get one over on a devil, I will surely do. Um, and you're saying it is an item that will help with the River Six, right? Right.
2: Well, we're, we're looking how to get there and if there's anything that we need in preparation for it.
3: And she's like, well, the if it's the same item, I was um, recently contracted by um, the uh, mage that lives off on the island far to the west, east, east um, named uh, Minarch uh, Ferdal. Um, he contracted us to go out and search for a key, um, that comes with a, like a metal thing on, with a stick, sort of like you can hold it up. Um, and so I sent out, uh, two or three search parties, um, and yeah, I'm basically done with that contract because none of my search parties came back. Um, the last contact I had with one, um... Was that he had found information that um, basically it was uh, in a place north of here, um, and uh, yeah, that that that's about it. Um, yeah, so um, the I do I do have a, some new correspondence from them that I have not read over from, but um, I do have a matter that I, I would like your help with. Um, while I go through the new information, um, w- would you like to help
2: us?
4: I mean, You've been so kind to us, I feel yes. like you know we we owe it to you. If it gets us closer to the
2: river sticks, of course. Okay. Well, or so we can just do it to be nice people. I mean, I, it, you know, there's. I, I'm assuming there's some sort of uh, time situation that we're dealing with. The fact that they, you know. I know Bort, you're new to this group, but they do have my girlfriend, so you know, anything that gets, gets us closer. That's true. Yeah.
3: So yeah. she goes, "Well, appreciate um,
2: the, the care, Bort." But
3: <laughs> and Bret Hart goes, oh, so glad to hear that. Uh, many people don't like, you know, they see Yeti and they go, ah, and they don't really <laughs> want to help. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. My, uh,
2: we know a thing or two about prejudices. We've partnered with the Red Dragon in the past and he was nothing but nice to us, so
3: that's that's good to hear. I, yeah, I've I've read things about those color dragons. Um and to hear that there are nice ones means that, you know, there's hope for us that we won't turn back into those feral creatures.
4: And Anything's she goes, possible. well
3: my I sent out my most, uh, trusted, uh, gatherer, um, her name is Dawnmind, um, and she went out to, uh, try and, uh, recruit some of the, um, yetis out in the wild and bring them back, um, but I've not seen her in about a day and a half or more, and I'm starting to get worried. She's usually really good at rounding up, uh, new members for our sanctuary, um, so, um, if you guys can head out and find her and bring her back, um, I'll give you anything I have on on locations and, and the river sticks.
4: <laughs> so it's like a little tit for tat kind of thing.
3: Yes, I can. I would be most gracious because I can't lose another search party at this point.
2: One might say a uh, quid pro quo. <laughs> I've,
4: yes. uh, I've never had. I've never
3: had uh. Its offer is perfect.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. If you want to tell us, you know, point us in a direction.
3: Yeah. So he went. She's a went west this time. So um, out that way, there was rumor of, uh, you know, about half a dozen uh, Yetis. Uh, we saw some sort of hunting party out that way, and. Uh, her and her three combatant or combatants uh, c- uh, comrades companions companions that was the word I'm um, looking headed out to try and recruit them back into um, you know our our sanctuary here. Um, so I'm sure uh, you should be able to find her. Um, if if it's a yeti that's not attacking you at first sight, um, that is probably Dawn
4: Mind. Got it. So anything that attacks us, not Dawn Mind.
1: As far as we know.
4: As far as we know. Maybe we should have like a code word for her.
1: How would she know what the code word is?
2: It'll be Dawn Mind. Do you Maybe happen it's... to know her mother's name?
1: Um,
3: no, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, when we all basically um, became enlightened here... Um, we came from all over the island, and once we get here, we get a new name, and then this becomes our family.
2: So. Gotcha. Would the name Martha mean anything to her? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should try it. Try
4: it.
2: Uh, so <laughs> is right. that the that's the code Martha? I'd like save Martha. I think would work the best. Okay, I like yeah. that.
4: It makes no sense to me, but I
2: like it. Yeah.
4: We'll see what happens. All right. And She goes, well, yeah. Just head
3: out that way, and and we'd be very appreciative which, if you could bring her back alive. Which
2: which way? well uh, I I behold the map. The 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 map that uh, Moonlighting gave us.
3: Okay. And
2: she goes, oh,
3: I see Moonlighting is just giving these out again, huh?
2: Yep. <clears throat> I mean that's where we got it. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, uh, west. Um, there you um sort of uh, in this little uh, near this mountainous region here to the west.
2: Oh, right okay. So still on the island?
3: Yeah, still on the island.
2: Okay. Uh, can I ask you a question about M- Mutalos? Mutalos? Go go right ahead. We've, Is there... Uh, I was hearing that they experience, like, hot and cold
3: seasons. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, when we sent, you know, our first party out, once we first you know, you know uh, when I was reading through the old books before I became leader here, um, the first parties went out there, and it was just like anywhere else, just cold and all that, and then we sent a second party out to sort of explore again, um, you know, just taking turns, we're sort of kind of mapping the area, and when they went there, it was like this really hot weather, you know, and it was like the, the terrain had changed, um, and then when they came back, we were like, you know, kind of thought they were maybe crazy or pulling our legs a bit, um, talking about a, 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 you know, a tropical feel to a place. And then we sent another crew out, and then uh, they came back and said that it was uh, inhabitable swampland up there.
2: Mm-hmm. Any chances these, any of these parties were, um, you know, had magic used against them to... We thought the same thing, but no, they were clear of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Wild. I've never, in all our travels, I've never heard of any other place quite like that.
3: Yeah, we're, we, we're, after the third group, we decided to stay away because we didn't want anybody to get trapped up there. We didn't know if it was, you know, something like that or if it's just something natural. But mm-hmm. we don't want anything to do with that until, you know, we would be good and ready to take on anything inside.
2: Okay. Um, I hear there's an inn uh, in town here at Alawax Sanctuary. Uh, is there any reason why we wouldn't be able to, you know, rest up for a certain amount of time before we go on the search party?
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can rest up. It, you know, we don't normally have visitors that stay overnight, so probably, probably just grab a couple beds inside, you know, Moonlighting's hut. You should be fine. I think a couple of you could fit in a bed you know, that we normally lay in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Alright. So,
4: um, yeah, Who's so bunking with me?
3: So you guys... And as you guys are walking out of the hut, um, as you exit it, um, you see uh,
2: uh, Moonlighting jumps back goes, Oh, oh hi! Guys. How'd the meeting go? I'm well. We got kind of a wow. task at hand. Oh, don't mind. Sorry, I I wasn't listening. Oh, sneak!
4: Do you know uh, anything about her that we should maybe keep a lookout for? She's she's
3: she's a tough
2: warrior. Okay. Is Uh, is there any sort of physical traits we should be able to look out for before? You know, she told us if she's not going to attack us, then that's her. But that's like you know. That kind of sounds stupid to us to just kind of, like, wait to see if some yeti attacks us. Because, obviously, I point out all of us in our party. is Like, a yeti is bigger than all of us. So that's really putting us on the defensive. So she, is there anything of of any note you could tell us about her? The only
3: thing she would have on that I don't know if the other yetis do is she'd probably have some kind of uh, mammoth, you know, cloak on or something. You cool. know. But we don't. We don't really much do clothes outside of that. You know, the cold doesn't really affect us.
2: The cold never bothered you anyway. Anyway, huh?
3: yep.
4: Exactly. To mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs> I was just wondering if
4: maybe she might have like some like, like a necklace or some beads, something just to differentiate.
3: No, we kind of know who each other are.
4: Well, that's good for you guys. That's yeah. remarkable.
3: Yeah, we don't, we don't really get many. Um, outsiders here to have to explain those things.
4: it was more Boston people. than anything. Yeah, I, was I was going to say, I don't know what that is anymore. Yeah, it was more uh, Boston. Okay. Yeah.
2: Your
3: accent's funny, sir.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking. Uh, all right.
3: so, uh, so, yeah, so, um, yeah, trust me, you, if, 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 if her, anybody did survive out of the group that left, it would definitely be Dawn Mind. We'll yeah.
4: right. we'll make sure to bring her back.
3: Okay. All right. So, um, you guys uh, uh, heading to the inn, correct? Um, yep. Are you taking short rests, long rests? What are you guys doing? Um,
4: I just like need a short rest. I
2: don't know if like we you. can take a long rest if anybody needs it. Again, yeah,
4: depending probably on. Personal. I was going to say, depending on how quick this needs to be taken care of.
2: Um, well, it sound like uh, we kind of have all kinds of time. Yeah, it's up to you guys. Yeah. I'm fine with That's a nice. short rest. Okay. Just no, I can't mask-suggest anybody. Yeah, i take a short rest. Uh, uh, I vote short rest, but if anyone else wants to take long... Okay. Just making yeah. sure that our people that took some uh, damage uh, are okay. Yeah,
3: hey, you can roll your hit dice and with a
2: short vest. And want. I don't need to do that.
3: Yeah, anybody that took damage. Um, you get as many dice as your level, so 12. Yeah. So, yeah, the only pressing thing is that they would like her back alive, so... So you guys, um, you know, you take a little respite inside uh, Moonlighting's uh, abode. Um, She makes you up some tea, um, sits it in front of you, um, puts some, uh, will be the equivalent of jerky. um, But it's like, you could probably eat a half of one um, with the size of it, um, of just, you know, mammoth meat. Um, and, uh, you guys, uh, all healed up. Everybody ready?
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: All right. So you guys, uh, head out of town. Um, I uh, walk for a few hours. Um, just heading towards the mountains to the due west. Um, you know, bright heart before you guys leave pointed it out. And it's like, it's right around that peak over there is where we sent her. So you guys uh, head off uh, to that direction. Um, after about a few uh, hours travel, um, everybody, a uh, roll perception.
2: Thirty natural twenty. I
1: also rolled a natural twenty.
5: <laughs> Nine. Uh, I cannot yeah. roll a perception check to save my life today.
1: Twenty-seven <laughs> for 10. Zakara.
2: Ten okay. for Terius. Okay,
1: and Bort.
2: Yeah.
4: Seven.
1: 12 big yeah. grass rot. Yeah. yeah,
4: so
3: Pizza Tacos and zakar immediately uh, see out in the distance um, three uh, yeti corpses um, on the ground all uh, clawed up and like one of them, the neck is completely ripped out um, and then uh, next to them you see a yeti um, on their knees um, around a... Uh, with a tattered net, or like over them, um, and you notice that there's also uh, parts of a net on the ground as well, and um, and this she looks really bloodied and clawed, and um, has a uh, has a half ripped off cloak of mammoth fur on her back.
4: That was quick. <laughs> um,
5: I I guess I want to try to sneak over to the net to cut it because I'm assuming that this is a Friendly mammoth or a friendly yeti, because they are wearing clothes, and kidnapped. Okay.
3: Yeah. Roll um. So roll yourself, okay.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah.
5: Fifteen total.
3: <laughs> Luckily, that's oh, probably no. enough.
5: That's it's higher than that. It's a twenty-three because of the rogue proficiency thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So um. Fifteen would have been fine. Um, you walk over and you notice the net is um, mostly cut off, but she's still sort of, you know, huddled in there and looks really, really bad. Um, um, and sort of just shaking in, 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 like, pain, and there's blood and claw marks all over her.
5: I whisper, can you speak, as I start cutting the net?
3: She turns and then she sort of just looks over and goes... If you're gonna finish it, just do it.
5: No, I'm freeing you.
3: Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, we came out here, and uh, and all of a sudden this net happened, and a bunch of humanoids like you came around, and then the Yetis came, and it was a, it's a mess. Sounds rough. Yeah, it's just. Thank you, thank you so much. And cuts down. She goes, uh I'm Dawn Mind. What is your name?
5: Uh my name is Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense.
3: Nice. <laughs> she looks at you kind of curious and goes, oh, nice to meet you, Sixth Sense. Um Yeah, so I was uh you know, out here, you know, trying to uh recruit some more Yetis and she looks quickly, she goes, Have you been to the sanctuary yet? Yes. Okay, good. Then I don't need to go through that explanation. And um, and she goes, and you know, we got caught up in these nets here. We came out to get these six Yetis, um, but now I just want to, I just want to try and get you know, back to back to the sanctuary. Would you guys be able to? Would you be able to escort me?
2: Sure. Uh, I'm gonna do an insight check on her. All right, go ahead. 16
3: 16 yeah she's telling the truth she's okay. very very hurt but you know you know she's being truthful okay yeah she's definitely a lower DC than the sphinxes
2: okay <laughs> I just want to make sure that she is who she says she is yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay. and I am um, I'm gonna cast cure wounds on her at a second level go it right, and uh,
3: yeah, roll an intelligence too when you're done.
1: Okay. She only got 9 HP.
3: Packs. Okay. Yeah, and then roll an intelligence check for me too. Uh,
1: 17.
3: 17. So as you touch her and start putting the uh, Cure wound spell um, into her, um, you, you noticed immediately that she was probably the equivalent of one hit point left. Um mm-hmm. When you guys got here. Um, so, um, yeah, you, you pretty much uh, saved her life by getting out here so quickly. Um, so you heal her up. She's still, you know, very wary. Probably is just going to follow you guys. Doesn't look like she doesn't have a weapon or anything. And doesn't look like she would be much use in a fight. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe her presence would scare off anybody nearby. You mm-hmm. would hope. She goes, "All right, um, yeah, let's head back." And um, so you guys turn around, and um, I'm going to need um, everybody to roll stealth checks. Ooh,
1: I'm going to cast Pass Out of Trace on us. All okay. right, um, that's not too late. You guys all have a plus ten to
2: your um, stealth checks. Okay, plus ten. Oh,
1: thank God I did that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so I'm
5: that gives us a plus 10 right
1: mm-hmm. yeah
5: 37 yeah, I'm, so. I'm at 18
1: uh astaroth's at 14 and then zakar's at 13
4: 40 <laughs> 32
1: jesus
3: so so port uh fred and uh Uh, Pizza tacos are basically ghosts. um, Sort of carries the rest of you a little bit. Um, As you start walking along, um, not a whole, it's not a complete, um, outside of them, um, a complete, like you're not making no noise. Um, So as you are walking, you do start hear some growling coming from the edges of the uh, forest, but they are not coming in your direction. They just hear noise. They just don't know where it's coming from as you're walking through. The click-clank of armor um, is is sort of echoing in the forest, but they aren't intelligent enough to locate it. When with those stealth rolls. <laughs> so, um, so you guys walk a little bit further. Um, you get about uh, two hours, uh, about halfway back, and then, uh, yeah, just uh, roll stealth checks again. How long does this Pass Without a Trace
1: last? Ah. Uh... One hour.
3: All right. So you will have to cast it again if you. Okay. Uh.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna cast it again. <laughs> so Astorot rolled a 14 and Dakar rolled a 28.
5: Okay. 42.
2: Yeah. 26. <laughs> 26. <laughs> 26. an 18 again. How is was Bort so sneaky. <laughs> I don't know.
4: I don't have thing. heavy armor on. Yeah, still. I don't have any. My my shell is my armor. I have a plus four to my uh to my stealth uh, to my stealth rolls plus okay. the ten. I rolled a twelve.
3: Yeah. I have a zero, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, again, still hearing some roaring out there, but uh, no, you haven't caught anybody's attention. And you safely make it the uh, final two hours back um, to the town. And you walk in and the half the town that sees you come in sort of all comes and surrounds you and celebrating. Um, You can tell that Dawnmind is a very popular um, figure around here.
4: Are they they chanting cop-out? Cop out cop out
3: cop out. No, they're just more focused on her. They're oh, okay. and they they are thanking you, you know, uh, you know, and uh, as you guys walk along, basically it's a sort of a, a hero's welcome for you guys as you make it back into town. Um and as you make it closer to Brightheart's tent, um you see that uh, as she comes out they scatter a little bit. Um, and she goes, ah, don't mind. Uh, did you happen to bring anyone back with you? And she goes, no, everyone died. Uh, but they, they were able to save me. And she looks, she's like, well, thank you guys. Thank you. Um, you don't know how much this means to me, um, to have her back here. Uh, so if you want to join me in the tent, I will fill in any information um, that you may need um, about where to go and all that. And make sure you bring that moonlighting map with you.
4: Awesome. Yeah.
3: Okay. So you guys head inside and she goes, she's like, all right. So what I got from the final communication uh, from the last search party, um, which someone discovered um, uh, on the other side of the river, uh, here is that um, the the artifact is in a crash site, sort of. About uh, a day and a half travel north of here. Um, which is uh, that thing marked on your map as crash site. They wouldn't have the name of the crash site on the map. Um, so just let's play it that it doesn't say what it is. Yep. Um, it just says crash site on the map. What do you mean happening? by crash site? Um, it just looks like a bunch of um you know rocks were thrown around, there's craters. Um it looks like something crashed into that land there.
4: Okay so now but now there's the Magma River is there. How yeah. do we get over
1: <laughs> the Magma <laughs> <River>? <laughs>
4: Oh right, I'm you're
3: just, not fireproof. How do we get over
4: there? Yeah. I, yeah, I so, never said so, that.
3: So Fred's like, sure. yeah what? You guys haven't had to go through Magma Rivers before?
4: <laughs> All <No>. this time. <laughs> uh, I, I mostly deal with like water. How wide is it?
3: Um uh, yeah, we we've built
2: bridges over there, oh, so you perfect. guys should be oh. fine. Hey. How well oh, did you build so. those bridges? <laughs>
3: Well, they can fit yetis across, so I think you guys should be fine.
4: Okay. Well, I guess that wraps everything and, in a nice and little so package.
3: Sort of, she sort of elbows uh, up board and goes, unless if you eat a little too much, right, Turtle?
4: I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very svelte from my kind, all right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weight problem.
3: <laughs> I'm being called fat. And then she goes, um... Yes. Yeah, so the uh, so um anybody um, is anybody proficient in history or religion uh, I, I
1: think I'm proficient in history
2: I am proficient in religion alright oh. so two of you roll I have half proficiency in both yeah pizza tacos
1: can basically yes. roll for everything at this point
3: point. <laughs> oh,
2: 17 for religion
3: 8 for history <laughs>
5: once
2: again <laughs> <today>. <laughs> it never fails
3: so what you get Pizzas and and eight eight all right so um as you hear the word crash site uh tiresias um with the 17 um you're you know of in the history books that you read because um Syria where um vassalheim is located where you trained um with the platinum sanctuary um that there was a an ancient civilization uh known as aor um and the rumor with Aor is that it wasn't as um, it, it was rumored that they were very technologically advanced, um, but not much is known. It's like basically they've been wiped off the history books. It's just a brief mention from a, a history of the time before the calamity book that you had read um, back in the uh, back in your class like learning days. Okay. Yeah. And um, she goes, well, you guys just head up there. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a giant circular metal piece, um, and it should have a rod attached to it um, there. So um, I, I guess it would be pretty easy to find. The only other thing in this letter, and this is very generic, but maybe it makes more sense when you guys get there, it just says that it's inside a giant white building. interesting. Yeah, that's it. doesn't give any more detail than that. Okay. So, um, yeah, and uh, uh, so you guys go, uh, feel free if you guys want to stay the night um, here um, before you head on out. Um, You know, you can get plenty of food. um, And then I'm sure uh, moonlighting will let you crash at their hut um, if need be.
4: That sounds Sounds like a plan to me.
3: All right, so uh, you guys gather in Moonlighting's house. Um, would you, would you like to discuss anything with each other before going to bed?
4: Um. Does anyone want to talk? <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm cold. Me too. No, <laughs> oh
1: I'm yeah! Cold. By I'm the way,
3: Tiresias, you got your stuff.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm not so
3: bad. You're not cold. It's really well done. It fits you perfectly.
4: Amazing <laughs> how that works. Do, uh... Hey, uh... Pizza Tacos. What's up? Did you, do you have any way to maybe communicate with your uh, your lady love? Maybe see if she's alright?
2: Let me see. Uh, I can. That's a good,
1: I right, a good can try point to. there,
4: right, uh, turtle guy. Right, right before we go to bed that way... You
2: don't waste the spell slot.
1: What's a spell slot? Hey.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: hey. Hey.
4: I hit the are you hungry?
1: Are you okay? <laughs>
4: uh, I am kind of hungry, actually. In real life and in game.
1: Moonlighting, yeah. do you have any uh, lettuce or anything?
4: Carrots.
3: Carrots? I'm sorry.
1: I'm Today we, we want carrots.
3: carrots. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh she brings out these, like, uh like, brownish carrots uh probably better known as cave carrots sort of that they mm. found around there
2: my it's not the orange favorite one. i i start to munch i use a sending spell to send a message to uh, what's her ariel yeah try so um so what do you names. say i said hey we're in some crazy <laughs> islands <laughs> where it's cold how are you we're coming to get you
3: I want to check something real fast. Um, I go into the next
4: part of this. Maybe the lines are tied. A lot of communications going back and forth.
1: Not good reception up here. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, So,
3: uh, pizza tacos. Uh, Roll a D twenty. If you, if you, uh, yeah, just roll d 20 d20. I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, strict d20. Uh, 11. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, it goes through, uh, but it's kind of crackling a little bit. And she goes, um, you hear some, uh, you know, she's sort of heavy breathing, um, and goes, Oh, you guys are alive. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to tell you to get here. But, uh... I'm good. Love you.
2: God, that's cute. <laughs> I'm just gonna send one more to her. Okay. Roll a I'm 20 must be again. like, where is here? <laughs> you want me to roll another d20? Yep. 14.
3: Okay. And so it goes through and she goes... Ah, well think i'm in cana i'm not sure um we're um, i'm being held somewhere probably i my estimate would be i'm either on the seventh or eighth circle i can't really tell out these windows
2: seventh or eighth circle okay windows in hell
3: yeah yes they have windows in hell um yeah so if you notice the um, the one part of that spell there is the reason I had to roll in the 20s uh, the the you can send across distances other planes but okay. if the target is on a different plane than you there's a 5% chance the message doesn't arrive okay so essentially if you roll the one gotcha You know. so going forward that's the order of business as long as you're on the material plane
2: okay so 7th uh, or 8th level she said
3: Yep, yep, she can't really tell um from the window
2: <laughs> to the wall.
4: To the wall. <laughs> did uh did
2: she respond? Yeah. So she's good. Uh she might be on the 7th or 8th level of hell, she said. Thanks. Okay, well.
4: We're coming tell, tell her we're coming.
2: Uh, I, mean, we're I already headed. I already told her.
4: <laughs> oh, I I didn't know if she could still hear. We're we're no. coming. <laughs> That's not how uh,
2: it works. Oh, Okay. But, but you know how that works. we're good. Yeah. I, I looked to Fred like 7th or 8th level. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Is Fred so, there?
5: What? Sorry, I didn't catch that.
2: 7th uh, or 8th level of hell. What does that mean to you?
5: Um. So 7th level of hell is where Beelzebub is. 8th level of hell is where Mephistopheles is.
2: All right. Well, she's in the eighth level. That's that's her dad, right? Yeah. That's what I remember. That could be a good so, thing. Well, yeah. If you, I mean, she's dad. still alive, so that's good thing number one. So
5: Hudgin is um, second in command of the eighth level of hell, and so if she's there, then she could be uh, imprisoned, which is bad. And he is in league with Beelzebub, who rules the seventh level of hell. So if she's there, then that's also bad.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> so what's worse, would you say? I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. Pick your poison. Like, uh, like yeah, it's kind of six in one, half a dozen in the other.
4: So now, yeah. so her dad is the ruler of one level. Mm-hmm. Now, if they got, if he got word that she's being held captive in another level, don't you think
2: he could like marshal the forces or something like that and go get him? Or go so... get her. But it'd be even crazier if she was held prisoner on his own level.
5: So Tribeca is, be, um, was, or um, Mephistopheles made a contract with Beelzebub that uh, Tribeca slash Ariel would marry Beelzebub. That means that if um, she, or if that contract is broken, then Beelzebub's thing is that he, uh, gets the soul of anybody who's breaks a contract with him. Mm-hmm. So, Huda is in league with Beelzebub, and they want that contract to be broken. That means that they don't they want... want Ariel to marry Beelzebub. Because they so want Mistoffele's
2: probably... soul. Yes. Okay. Well, so they... it sounds terrible, All as you yeah. mentioned. Right, that, that would put a damper in your plans to probably get with her. I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten with her, but for her to not die. Well, yeah, like in the marital sense. Yeah. I, I'm yeah.
4: sure you want to marry this little lady.
2: I, you know, we're not there yet, but like this sounds like more than anything, this is gonna cause inter layers of hell incident that we don't really want to have happen because it seems like it would still affect us regardless outer hell. Sorry, Fred. Outer heaven. Outer heaven. Outer heaven. <laughs> outer
4: heaven.
2: Yeah.
5: Um, so, I think... Right. So, thinking this through, Beelzebub doesn't want his marriage with Ariel to go through, which means that she's probably being held on the 8th level, because then... Um, Beelzebub can be like, "Oh no, she's imprisoned. I can't find her."
2: Sure. So he's gonna try and turn the old switcheroo on to Be like, "Hey, I didn't know anything about this because it's not his level of help." This is like some Game of Thrones shit that we're yeah. we're talking about here.
1: What's that?
4: It's a book that hasn't been finished being written yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know that might be the best answer. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: a buddy of mine
4: is writing it right now. <laughs> you don't think I can't
1: read. I mean come on. Just never saw you do it before..
4: Oh. We haven't been in each other's company for very long.
1: That's true. All right,
4: so um, guys,
3: uh, go to bed, um, get a you know restful night's sleep. so take a long rest, everyone. Yeah. so um you awake um and as you guys get ready you eat some more basically the only meal here is uh, vegetables or mammoth so you sort of chow down on what's there and um as you're heading out um uh to get ready to leave uh, uh brightheart stops you and goes before you go um And she's like, uh, I got one more favor to ask on your way back afterwards, um, if you would mind coming back, um, uh, there are two, um, legendary mammoth, um, between here and where you're going. If you can bring me back their pelts, um, you know, I will be forever in your debt, but we also have, um, and she, uh, says, I can give you these, uh, these goggles that we had found um in our travels around the island
2: what do these goggles do
3: um uh do you want to check them out uh I
2: guess I'm using an identify spell
3: yeah if you want yeah, to understand first level. What they are. How,
2: how many goggles are there just one oh, okay yes yeah, so. i use an identify spell okay all right, so let me pull it out
3: here. You to see see goggles, guys, people. <laughs> um,
2: I believe that is it.
3: Yeah, So these are um. Uh, they're leather framed goggles with uh, purple crystals. Um, when you're wearing the goggles, you have advantage on Arcana checks. Um, made to reveal information about a creature or an object you see. In addition, if you want to, which doesn't seem like uh, you guys really need this part, but it's there if someone else besides Pizza Tacos wants it, um, you can cast the identify spell using the goggles. Um, And you can do that once per day.
2: Okay. Well, if we come across it, we'll definitely think about it.
3: Okay. No problem. Yeah.
2: I'm just glad you guys
3: brought Dawn Mine back.
4: How do we know that they're what it legendary? Is that mm-hmm. what you said? And how do we know are they just bigger than the other ones? Yes. Yes. They are okay.
3: much larger. Um you you will you will know them when you see them. Okay. They're yeah, you you know, it's what? like uh just imagine that they uh how we're so big you know, compared to you. That's how they are compared to the other mammoths.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Is there any way we could take these for a test drive while we're out?
3: No, I uh I will leave them here.
2: <laughs> simple no. What about collateral? If I put if I gave you collateral.
3: Yeah, no, no, we'll will <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good
2: here. Just, just a simple no, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not uh not humoring me at all. Okay, friend. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> and you only fleece them
4: for a ton of money.
2: Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. The, maybe we'll see the mammoths. Maybe we'll, you know, kill innocent animals just for their pelts. Yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't a big fan
4: of that.
1: <laughs> Meaning. <neither. laughs>
4: so we'll. Except. It's a, it's like on the maybe pile. <laughs>
3: As far as I'm concerned. So, um, you guys uh, head on out. Um, again, it's bl- like blustery, like a mini blizzard um, of snow going around on this uh, this tundra area here. Basically, windswept, and um, Tyrusius is very warm in his new outfit, and the rest of you, <laughs> um, you know, Brightheart has handed you some extra clothes, and uh, just in case if you guys did decide to go. Um, to the far north. Um, uh, you are, uh, sort of her ally now, so... Wanted to make sure you guys could make it back. Yay. So, you head along, um... Uh, for the first, uh... Are you guys traveling regular speed, or are you going faster?
4: We go regular, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah. so, um, you guys travel along, like I said, it's about, um probably about a two day walk roughly, um, uh, to get there, um, for you guys, for Yetis, it would probably be a day and a half. Um, uh, so, uh, you go along, you get done the first day, um, about eight hours or eight to 12 hours in, um, you end up, uh, right outside the, um, as the, as the, uh, sun goes down. At night falls, you are basically on the other side of the uh, river
4: there. So we cross Over the bridge?
3: No, no, no. You're you're on the sanctuary side. Oh, you have not the okay. Bridge. But you can sort of see it off in the distance. It'll probably be a few more hours ride. Um, if you want to push it, um, you risk, uh, you
4: know, uh,
3: making yourselves more tired.
4: Yeah, we're we're just pushing. walking, right? We're not. We yeah. Don't have, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so you camp to... out here and then uh, pick it up in the morning. Sure.
4: sure. Is there any good place to, like, an alcove to uh, duck under?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're. Um, you, there's some rocks and stuff around here. Not so much anything that makes an alcove, but you can sort of get in between a couple of them and maybe be able to watch from both sides, not just be completely out in the open. Um so you guys uh, set up a camp there um whoever wants to set up the thing just just for the hell of it uh give me a survival check just one of you
2: i will i got a plus four. Oh, lucky <laughs> yeah
4: that's
2: better
3: yeah so you set it up perfectly that nothing is coming close to you um without you guys being able to see it um so you get a uh, nice low fire going, so it's not too much exposed. Um, and then, uh, so I'll um, just—I'll have three of you roll perception checks. We'll just quickly do the night
1: thing. I'll roll one.
4: I'm drawing. I'm withdrawing into my shell.
1: Uh, twenty-four. Okay.
2: I'm gonna do uh, lucky, just because we're about to take a long rest. 28
3: (laughs) um uh, who's the
2: third one uh i'm guessing jonathan's better than mine i have a zero
5: (laughs) i've also been forgetting that i have the minimum of a 10 thing for this as well so yeah so it's it's a a fifteen. yeah yeah
3: so um yeah. So you guys, um, those of you that that didn't roll above a twenty, um, uh, the which was no, it's just just Jonathan, right? No. Yeah. What did you get, Zakara?
1: Twenty-four. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Jonathan, you during your your watch, um, you don't notice anything really occurring there. You just make sure the fire stays low. You've had to do this plenty of times before. Um, sure. Just keep. Keep an eye out, make sure that you guys aren't seen much, but you don't notice anything and your time goes past. Um, So our two um, elf um, people here who just trance for the most part, instead (laughs) of sleep, um, if you're over 20 rolls, you notice that on the other side of the river, you're hearing these uh, giant... um, uh, like, I, I'm not even going to try and make the noise, but sort of like elephant noises, louder than you've ever heard, and big mashing footsteps, but like far in the distance over on the other side of the river. Okay. So, you know, from your rolls, especially the 28 from Pizza Tacos, um, that they are around, they are in this area, if you wanted to search for them, either now or on your way back. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you guys get up next morning, you know, put out the fire, make sure you know, Jonathan goes around and make sure there's no, I'm sorry Fred goes around and make sure there's no, <laughs> like, signs of a camp here just in case if you were followed you know <laughs> kind of the, the assassin's way of not being tracked um, and he, uh, he you guys walk off and um, you get to the bridge and when you, you get to the bridge area, the first thing you notice is that even in this cold area, this area is extremely hot. Um, you know, uh, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a weird uh, dichotomy between the coldness of the tundra and the hotness surrounding the general area of this river here. And as you're going across the bridge, you can look down and it's just a um, you know river of lava. Um, but it doesn't look like um, like from a volcano where it would you know start uh, turning into rocks and stuff as it cools. It just is constantly hot. You know, there's there's no cooling process occurring here. Um, uh, roll an intelligence check for me, uh, uh, Fred.
2: Okay. You'd be the
3: only one that would know this.
2: Interesting.
5: So that was a saving throw, which I have proficiency with, so take out the... So it's actually just a 21.
3: Yeah, only yeah, a good. twenty-one.
4: Only a twenty-one.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so over twenty is, is good. Um, it was a lower DC for you than uh, most, but uh, yeah. So immediately looking at this river, um, you notice it's very similar to the types of rivers that run through, you know, in Dis, in the city of Brass. Like you don't have regular rivers; you have rivers similar to this that don't seem too cool. So you you feel by the looks of the river that maybe if you guys searched all the way to the source, there may be a connection to that second level of hell. But you would have to follow the river to do so. And you don't know if what you'll run into going up that way. But in your head, you're sort of like, this kind of looks like home. Okay. I convey that information.
2: Yeah. Uh... What do you
5: folks think? Do we want to try it?
1: Uh... I mean, I know we have to find this guy. He supposedly has a that key that can get us into hell unnoticed. So maybe we should try to find him first.
2: Yeah, I agree.
4: Yeah, that's number one. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like the river is a really good place to follow once we get it.
4: Sure, sure.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
4: It's nice and warm there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so as you guys... Uh follow along. Um, Right at the end of your travels, so probably like 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night somewhere in there, um, you get to this... In this mountainous area, there is this giant sunken crater that you see. Um, There's pieces of uh, debris spread all over the place. There's some buildings around here, um, some broken apart, and um, as you enter through what would be the normal entrance uh, to the town, you see that there are these blue, like, bubble, like, uh, encapsulating bubbles sort of just pocketed throughout the area here. Um, So, do you guys, um, they're like, you can see through them, the bubbles. They look like they have something inside of them.
4: How big are they?
3: Uh, They're about, um, I would say, a good... Three, four hundred feet, oh. like around. Nice.
1: Yeah.
4: It looks like oh. a dome,
3: uh, pretty much. Yeah, like a dome. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm gonna cast pass without a trace on us, just in case. Okay. Right.
3: Okay. So, um, as you guys head in, um, does anybody want to go investigate the uh, first bubble that you see over there?
5: Um, I guess we probably want somebody with magic knowledge, because this. Feels like it's probably a magic
1: thing.
4: Well yeah.
1: if someone can go with me in case I don't say? I'm not super stealthy. Well we all uh, probably have to stick within what 30 feet of me? Sixty yeah. feet? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh thirty feet. Yeah.
4: So are we all going to check? Sure.
1: But I can, I,
4: mean, I can
3: can
4: investigate it. it. Yeah, Alright,
3: in yeah. Yeah, as you guys approach it, um, so roll um, Roll an investigation, and uh, you, if Arcana's better, you can roll that. But if whichever one's better,
1: they're both the same for me. Twenty-four.
3: Twenty-four. Um, so we'll take that as Arcana, just so you get the little extra information. Uh, huh. so the same. So you walk up to the blue bubble, and um, the first thing you notice is that immediately the magic radiating off of it. Um, you know that this is some kind of stasis bubble, but you've never seen this type of magic before. Um, it feels like something you would like uh, uh, you would probably know from, you know, your natural inclination to magic, like a, a, an R of like invulnerability sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is different. Um, and you notice that as soon as you get up and look inside, um, you see that inside the dome, um, nothing is moving. Everything that's inside is just in place. Um, and you see that there is a half of a house, um, that is made of a, um, and you see where the bubble cuts off, that there's all rubble and stuff, um, that is made of the same red stone-like material. It's a sort of thing you've never, um, seen before. And, um, uh, there is a family inside, um, they are sitting around a, uh, a table with a white cloth over it um, and they're holding hands um, with their heads bowed. Um, The older man um, is wearing like a strange coat sort of thing. It's like, you know, it's shorter than a cloak normally would be has like some buttons in the front and um, he has a shirt, um, which is like, you, you know, it's usually like an undershirt type of thing that you see that you would normally wear under your armor. Um, and a uh, piece of cloth sort of coming from his neck and hanging down. Um, And then he is wearing these, um, like, black, um, like, uh, pants um, on there as well. Um, And there is an older female um, next to him wearing a dress that is definitely made of too thin of a material than for the area that you're in, um, especially for Isilcross. Um, It has some flower print on it, um, some straps over her shoulders, and her arms are exposed. Um, And with them are two younger humans. Um, There's a a female wearing um, just that undershirt um, thing again, but this time with no buttons on it. Um, And she has no armor over it, but there's something printed on that um, undershirt. Um, And she's got these strange blue pants on. Um, And the uh, male sitting next to her is wearing uh, the same pants. Um, but he has this weird, like, thick-looking cloak thing on that is red, and the sleeves are white, um, and there's a giant white A on the left side of the jacket, and they are all sitting there, um, and in what you would assume, being a druid, is it looks like they're in some kind of prayer circle.
1: Okay. Uh. <laughs>
3: and when you go to touch the bubble, it is solid. You can't okay. go in.
1: So I'll, I'll convey that to everyone, because that was a lot of information. Um, I'll let them know that the bubble, it seems like there's some kind of stasis magic, but I've never seen it before. Um, and there's a human family inside, and it looks like they're dressed for warm weather. So, and they're not moving. I don't know. I don't know what is going on here. They're in some kind of prayer circle inside. It's very strange. I've never seen this before.
4: Maybe they're the ones keeping the bubble going.
1: Possibly. Yeah. If this were to break they would probably freeze to death pretty quickly
4: oh so it's more of a protect like they're protecting themselves from the cold or they, they...
1: I don't know it could be
4: I'm gonna knock on the bubble <laughs> Want see if yeah, I yes, there? it attention. just knocks nothing moves do they hear
1: they're not
3: moving no, no nothing oh. moves it just oh, it just okay. a solid it's
4: like they're
1: frozen thing. in time
4: uh, oh I, okay gotcha that makes uh, more sense now. You think we can move the bubbles? It's pretty big. I mean, I, I'm i strong, and I don't think I can move this. I, I'll try to yeah. push it.
1: Try. Careful, careful.
4: I'm going to go I into a rage push. and try to no. push it. <laughs> no, no, no.
3: You push it, and I... nothing happens. You hit it, push it, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, as Zakara said, this is unlike any magic she's ever seen before.
5: I guess let's look at the others.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: So you head on down uh, Roll again, Sakara Ooh, the
1: same thing 24
3: So this one's a slightly smaller bubble But it's still, you know, pretty large um, It shows uh, Two humans uh, dressed in blue as blue shirts And pants on um, And a blue cap um, They have a bunch of patches On their shirts And um uh, the one on the left has a whistle in its mouth and it seems to be directing people to get down. Um, but they are frozen in place, as you notice in the other family. So, same thing, solid, you know, unmoving.
1: Hmm. This one, it kind of looks like they're in some kind of crisis. But again, they're not moving. It's like they're frozen in time, too.
2: Can I, I'm going to use Ascending Spell to send... To that, the one that looks like a traffic cop, from what I understand from your description. I uh, got So, And I'm just going to say, hey, are you okay? What's going on out here? Yeah. So, and you get no response. Okay.
3: do know. Yeah. And then you move on. Third bubble, um, roll again. Sakara?
1: Uh. 16. 16?
3: Yeah. Yeah. DCs were 15 on all these. So good job. Um, so you get to the third bubble and this one shows, it's like a half of a building again. It looks like the cloaks, they just were, or the, the, um, the domes were just sort of meant to, you know, protect the people, not so much worried about the buildings. Um, so again, it's like half of a building is like cut off, but there's these three, uh, humans and white cloaks. um, they're looking like overcoat sort of thing, um, and they appear to be casting a spell, um, or the hand movements you would think like finished casting a spell. Um, and behind them, you see a um, a blueprint um, that shows something that looks very similar to that crystal that's inside Alwah. Um,
1: oh boy! Well, there's more people in here praying. Uh, it looks like they're focusing on the crystal we saw back in the village.
4: Oh, the one in the giant body? Yeah. Oh, I wonder.
1: If the two are definitely related now. Yeah.
4: Do you think the Yetis are, like, trapping the people here?
1: I don't. I wouldn't think they would be. Well, they I...
4: seem very nice, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know them... that they know that this exists.
5: None of them are dressed for this weather, right? So it seems like they were probably transported here while they were in stasis right yes. also we should refer to these as snow
3: globes snow globes there you go <laughs> so um Tiresias, roll um roll a religion check for me again 20. perfect um so you're starting to remember some of the little details um, about uh, Aor that you read about. Um, Aor with being a, uh, a technological, you know, um, advanced society, um, they, wait, I gotta find it here. You. Um, uh, you remember something that you just disregarded because it couldn't be true, um, that they, the, the city used to be a floating city um, that just traveled all through Exandria, just sort of moving around. Um, uh, and it, um, it disappeared around the time of the Calamity. Um, and the legend that you read um, speaks that the, uh, they had developed technology so good and so um, you know, advanced that the, uh, both the betrayer gods and the prime deities both wanted to get rid of the town. Um, so there's no record of how they took it down or what took it down. Um, but you do know the last writing of anything you read said that Aeor was uh, able to create weapons that protect it and help it fight deities. Um, okay. But anything else about its it seems like, you know, that that's all that you remember from reading in your books. Okay. So, so essentially, you your thoughts would be that they would probably have been here a while.
4: It seems these folks would have probably been here. I yeah, don't been, think that they're being held captive. Yeah,
3: it's been 800 years since the Calamity.
4: So they've been here this whole time, just stuck?
1: Wow, that's horrible.
4: How Do, do you think we have to break that crystal to free them?
1: I don't know. I mean, in this last bubble, they have like a, a blueprint to a crystal. So maybe they built the crystal and maybe it was taken away and that's why they're frozen. I don't know.
4: Well, the Yetis were talking about how they would be hunted. Like maybe they used the the crystal against them. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: think they're currently being hunted, though, by it, different oh, okay. people. Or I by thought wild, maybe these the were some folk. of the
4: people hunting.
1: No, I mean, from Tiresias' story, it sounds like they're, they've are they been here for, like... What did you say, Tiresias? 800 years?
4: Yep. Probably about close to that. Mm. That's a long time to stay still.
1: Yeah. I wonder how long the Yeti's leader has been. I don't
4: dead. Know.
1: The one with the crystal in him. Amorak? Amorak? Alawak?
4: I don't know. Alawak? Alawak?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, as you
3: guys... Continue down the street, you know, it's similar scenes and a bunch of the other um, bubbles. And then as you get to a center of a main, like, looking like either road or something, um, you see in the back is a giant um, white building um, that has the word laboratory written on top of it with some of the letters falling off, like, broken off a little bit. But you can make out the words. Um, and the, the white of the building looks to be like these... Uh, slate-like things that are, um, that are horizontal and go across the span of each side of the building. And there's multiples of them going up and down the building. And there are doors and windows. And on the left side of the... Um, there's a bubble right directly to the left of the building that hasn't damaged the building. Um, and in there, you see a couple more of those lab coat guys... Running towards what looks like to be a, a metal-covered wagon um, uh, that has um, wood panels on the sides
4: and back. Uh, that's the white building that they talked about.
1: Yeah, supposedly there's someone in there that has the the key that we need.
4: I wonder if they're frozen in time too. I hope not. <laughs> that would be a problem. Uh, so. Is anyone around the white building, or...?
3: Uh, no. Outside of the people in that bubble to the left, no.
4: Right, yeah, there, there's, like, no creatures or anything?
3: No, nothing. You, you, that's the odd thing. You really haven't heard um, much nature sounds around here.
4: Okay.
1: And you said the bubble was solid, right, when we touched it?
3: Yeah.
4: Okay, uh, should we...? Let's,
1: proceed. Yeah. yeah How I'm long sorry. has it been since Pass Without a Trace?
3: Um you're still within the hour. Okay. You guys are good. Roll stealth checks for me as you approach the building.
2: Twenty-six. Thirty-six. Do we still have Oh, uh, we have passed without a trace? Thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen.
1: Um, Astra and I both rolled a 24, uh, 22, sorry.
3: Yeah, so, as you guys get up there, nobody, um, really notices you. Um, uh, you get to the building, and when you look inside, um, the door still seems like it works. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like it crashed in or anything. Um, you peek inside a little bit, and what you see inside, um, is a, um, a room set up. Uh, like any no room you 've ever seen before um, there 's furniture and these um, metal like just the metal part of like a, a a rectangle sort of thing over top of all this stuff um, like this furniture and and it looks like a like a bar counter is sort of there with some broken chairs behind it um, and you guys look inside and um you see um what looks like a um, uh, uh, looks like an entryway uh, down um, into um, like a, a bottom level um, and roll an investigation check whoever wants to or with advantage if somebody wants to help
5: um, I can do it
3: okay I'll help if yep, so roll with advantage right okay Yeah, so that 22 is fine. You find uh, a letter right at the front door uh, to there, and it's like half written, Um, like the person, something happened to them right at the end, and the top part of it um, in sort of the same childlike script as the map that you have, and it basically says, um, item is inside, Um, we we are going to go in and get it, Period, have have to figure out um, how to get past, and then it sort of scribbles off there. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, as you convey that on uh, to everyone, um, that is where we'll end the episode.